Welcome to Beyond Blathers, the podcast where we dive deeper into the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm Sophia Osborne. And I'm Olivia DeBercier. And if you want to support the show, check out our merch store over on Etsy at etsy.com slash shop slash beyond blathers. And make sure to follow us over on TikTok. You can find us at beyond underscore blathers. And please give us a follow. So today we are back talking about insects. We're talking about the stink bug. Yeah, it's our first insect since the ant extravaganza. So yes, (laughs) it's something other than ants. And it's going to be a lot shorter than ants. So that's nice if you like the short episodes. It's not going to be like a six-part series on stink Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not that passionate about pest insects, so <laughs> uh, it didn't make this one super long. But yeah, so this is a pretty, like, pesky, stanky bug. It's really hard to research because if you search it up, it's one of those bugs where, like, literally every single result is about them being a pest or how to get rid of them in your house and, like, that's that's it. Like, even the research papers. So it's... Yeah, a little tricky to find out information about them. But I had no idea that these bugs were such a problem because I'm pretty sure we don't have them in Edmonton. Or if we do, they are not at like epidemic levels. Like they're just maybe a few of them. Uh, At least that, sorry, the I should mention like I'm referring to the sort of main pest species, which is the brown marmorated stink bug. Of course, there's lots of other species out there that are not pests and are really cute to look at. And so, yeah, just to clarify that. Yeah, I'm not sure that I've ever really like consciously seen a stink bug or really heard about them or known anything about them. Yeah, like they're pretty common, especially like if you're talking about just like the group in general. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about how to identify them, but Like, they're probably in your backyards or, you know, in your local park, at least in the summer. Um, So, so yeah, they are are relatively common and and easy to find. Cool. Well, before we dive into it further, let's see what Blathers has to say. I'm pretty sure he's not going to be a fan. I I think so. (laughs) So, if you bring a stink bug to Blathers, he'll say, I dare say the name says it all. Stink bugs are known for their stench. Who? P.U. As it happens, these crop-eating pests use straw-like mouths to pierce plants and drink the juices. And when threatened, they use a smelly chemical in their belly to release their odious odor. Who? How do they live with themselves? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's really shaming them. Yeah, how dare they? They need to take a shower. That's so funny. Wait, let me test my entomology skills. The straw-like mouths, that's that's hymenoptera, right? Oh, you are so close. It's hemiptera. Hemiptera. Oh, my God. Hymenoptera is the ants, the bees, and the wasps. But you're so close. Those two are really easy to confuse. Yeah. And the the hemiptera are the true bugs. Yes. You did it. Oh my goodness, congratulations. <laughs> you now know a little bit about insect ca- taxonomy. The the wild thing is that I did take an entomology course in university. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I took like oh, what funny. like ent ent 30 something or something. Um whatever, like the intro entomology class. 
Entomology was the worst class, like, that I ever took, like, the worst grade I've ever gotten in university. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm so. so sorry. It is, it's hard. It's, it's, it's really hard. Stuff. But so. I guess going back to the stink bug, yeah, I guess the obvious first question would be, what is up with the smell? I don't think I've ever smelled them before. Okay, neither have I, so I'm going to do my best to <laughs> explain it from what I read. I feel like there are going to be people in the States who, like, super duper know what the smell is. So sorry if I describe it incorrectly. But the scent itself comes from, like, a sticky liquid that's excreted out of the glands located on the underside of the bug. And that liquid is filled with chemical compounds called aldehydes. So aldehydes can be found in things as toxic as formaldehyde. Uh, to foods, including cilantro, which is one of the scents people sometimes relate the stink bug stench to, um, that and also skunk. Some people say it smells like ammonia and burnt tires. Others say it smells like rancid almonds, although this might be because there's so many different species, like maybe people are describing different species' scents because, yeah, like they can all just emit slightly different scents. I guess it's fair to say that the smell is both strong and unpleasant in different ways. Yeah, that's so interesting. I I don't even think I could begin to imagine what rancid almond smells like, but it does not sound good. I've definitely had like a bad nut or two in a <laughs> in a like trail mix. Yeah. So why do they have this smell? It's to defend against predators. So Stink bugs aren't that big. They're also not particularly agile. So having such a potent chemical defense is a very effective survival strategy. Few predators eat them as a result. They're just like very not good to eat. They don't taste good, don't look good, and most of all don't smell good. Also, aldehydes show some evidence of potentially being antibacterial and antifungal, so there's some possibility that it's also protecting them from the microscopic enemies, uh, not just the big ones. Very helpful. Nice little built-in defense mechanism. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. And so I guess going back to taxonomy, we identified that they are hemipterans. Um, that's right. Could you, yeah, could you talk a bit more about... Yeah, their their taxonomy. Yeah, so uh, they are hemipterans. For those of you who haven't been with us throughout our hemipteran episodes, we've covered cicadas and pond skaters. And for those of us who were there, you know what a hemipteran is, hopefully. So hemipterans are considered the true bugs. I say that in quotes. Um, that's sort of like their common name, I guess. And these bugs have sucking mouth parts. So these are basically straws attached to their face, as Blathers said. It can often be hard to identify a true bug because sometimes they look like a beetle, especially in the case of the stink bugs or as they're sometimes called the shield bugs. They they just look a lot like beetles. They have that sort of hard carapace, kind of shorter legs. So it's easy to mistake them. So you would have to sort of flip them over and look and see if they have that sort of straw that's sort of tucked under their belly. I guess I'm using terms that don't apply to bugs, but, you know, the belly, the (laughs) bottom of the bug. But another really cute way to tell if you're looking at a true bug is to look for the X pattern on their backs. So it'll just kind of look like there's a cross there. And we say in our wildlife biology classes, X marks the bug, which I think is so cute. 
Oh. It's a little easier to explain with a visual, but if you search up pictures of stink bugs, you'll see what I mean about that X. Oh, I have definitely seen these before. Actually, when I was at my dad's house a few weeks ago, one of these fell on me. Oh, yeah. Because it was in the wood pile. And like my dad will bring in the wood, you know, the wood piles from outside and then the bugs will like climb out of them and then climb up onto the ceiling and drop down onto oh, gosh. us. <laughs> fun that's times. Fun. But yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I don't think his place is like infested with them or anything, but definitely yeah, they're saw, around. saw these there. Yeah. And like they have sort of, I mean, they're called shield bugs because they look like kind of a coat of arms shaped shield. Yeah. So that's another way you can identify them. They all, most of them have that shape. The other thing is, so Animal Crossing is being really general about its species names again. Um, In the game, they call the bug you catch a stink bug. Stink bugs or shield bugs make up the superfamily Pentatomoidea, which consists of about 900 genera and 4,700 species. So there's a lot of species of stink bug as as always in Animal Crossing. The one in the game looks like the Japanese stink bug, like the green one you catch. Right. And then there's also the man-faced stink bug, right, in the game? Yes. Yeah. So that one's really cool looking because it has this bright orange coloring to deter predators. And the, the, like, the man face on its back is probably also to make predators think that it has eyes on its back. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, it does seem like, I guess the sort of brown one is maybe a bit boring looking, but like, it seems like they can be cool looking. Yeah, they can. I mean, the the really bad one I was talking about before, the like really pesky one, that one's very like brown and like, yeah, like generic brown colors. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not that pretty. And then so you mentioned that it's invasive. Yes. So the one I just mentioned, the brown one, that one's called the brown marmorated stink bug. I keep wanting to say marmalated. <laughs> That's not the right word. Yum. <laughs> marmorated stink bug. Uh, that one's super invasive. So the marmorated stink bug is originally from East Asia, but in 1998, it was noticed in the States for the first time. This thing started to spread like crazy. So it started in the Eastern States and just like went everywhere. Uh, right now, the marmorated stink bug is in southern BC, even. It's in southern Alberta, Ontario, and Quebec, and most of the states, and a whole bunch of other places all around the world. So yeah, uh, it's kind of an issue. A big reason their populations have gotten so out of control is that predators don't want to eat them because they smell bad. And the usual population controls for these bugs are things like parasitic wasps and parasitic flies that kill them. (laughs) But the problem is those wasps aren't necessarily around now that the stink bug has moved off continent. So it's gone on. It's found new places to live. Didn't bring all of its, I guess, predators, its parasites with them. This goes to show too how effective coevolution can be. Like these parasitic wasps are a very effective population control in their native territory. But parasitic wasps can be very um, species-specific. So just because we have parasitic wasps in North America doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to be very good at 
killing the marmorated stink bug. This is also one of the reasons that parasitic wasps are really important. We should care about them. But I digress. Not going to get into that. Another reason for their success is that they are generalists. Unlike many other bugs who are very specific and specialize in certain food groups, the stink bug isn't picky. So they are terrible for crops. Remember how I mentioned that the stink bugs have those straw mouths? They use these to poke into plants and fruits and veggies and eat them up. And they do this by excreting digestive enzymes into the fruit, which softens the fleshy fruit stuff under the skin and leaves these sort of gross, mushy bruises all over harvests, and the crops can, can't really be sold anymore. The other problem is, like, sometimes in the case of corn, they don't even see that the veggies are damaged until they, I don't know what it's called when you like, is it called shucking the corn? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. Like they don't even realize that they're all messed up. It also increases the risk of pathogen spread in the crops. So it can spread disease. Lots of problems there. But I mean, they'll go after soybeans, apples, corn, peaches, tomatoes. They are in all kinds of crops. So big, big problem. Another problem is that when the weather starts to get cold, these bugs aren't just the type to give up and die. They go searching for a warm place to hibernate. And this includes inside human homes. There's this great New Yorker piece by Catherine Schulz called When 26,000 Stink Bugs Invade Your Home. Give it a read if you want to know more about stink bugs and how terrible they can be for crops and things. It's an interesting article. But Schulz writes about this person in South Carolina who accidentally left the door to her home open during fall when the weather started to get cold. And then she went upstairs to close it, only to find that her walls were literally crawling with stink bugs. Like, like crawling, like moving. No. Um, there were just like thousands of them. And it sounded like such a nightmare. They were in like her drawers and the clothes and cabinets. And they like thought they'd gotten rid of them all. And then they'd still find them in random places. Oh so gosh. yeah. And then not only will these stink bugs swarm your house or your car or anywhere warm, but they'll also release pheromones to attract even more stink bugs. So wherever they are, like more are on their way. It's so <laughs> terrible. Oh. And like during courtship, stink bugs will not only communicate using pheromones, but they will also use a vibrational form of communication. So they'll sort of like buzz at each other in this very low pitch. It's very similar to like when humans, like when a guy is trying to lower his voice to sound hotter, it'll just be like really low buzzing. But yeah, they're pretty effective bug communicators, which sucks for people who have them in their house. Oh, wow. and also you don't want to squish them because then that just releases more stink bug scent and attracts more to where you are. Also, it smells bad. So That sounds like such a nightmare. Like, do not tell Blathers. He will Yeah. He will have a heart attack. He'll be like, get them off my island. We are spraying <laughs> everything. Yeah. Get the DEET. Get the like <laughs> Yeah, get the DDT. <laughs> like everything off the island. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I also wanted to end off this episode by telling you a story about this common stink bug in the 1930s. I found this paper and I was just like, this is insane. And I don't care if it's hyperbole. It's so entertaining. So <laughs> I hope you all enjoy it. So this paper discusses the 
grandeur of a particular mass flight of the common stink bug in Kansas. So this is not the, the really like invasive stink bug I was talking about before. At least I don't think it is. I think it is a native stink bug as far as I can tell. But yeah, this is in the in the 1930s. So one night, there's this big crowd that was gathered for a football game at a local high school. And there were these huge floodlights illuminating the field and the cheering crowd and the big band. It was a whole big deal. And then all of a sudden, the air was filled with the humming buzz of insects and a massive swarm of stink bugs just descended on this crowd, like to the point where the attendants of the game could barely see players on the field. The bugs were likely attracted by the lights, and then they just came in the thousands. They were landing all over the field and quite literally causing a stink. The band playing in the light. They were chased off the field. The game had to be cancelled. They shut down all the lights to sort of prevent more from being attracted. But at that point, it was too late. Even at the corners of the light poles, the bugs were piled up to five inches deep. What? (laughs) But then it gets crazier. They weren't just landing at the football fields. They were piling up along the sides of buildings. According to the paper, one awning let down more than a bushel. Traffic was stopped by the bugs, and on one corner there were piles where masses of kerosene had to be poured on them to kill them and then hauled away in a truck. And then in the morning, even more large trucks were filled with these bugs to be hauled away and out of the city. But and I don't I don't think people realize, like when I read two large truckfuls, I was like, that's a lot, but like it doesn't sound like enough to like make it hard to see things. But then I thought about it and like in my lab, we just finished sorting. Literally, we estimated at least a million insects that we collected. Wow. I guess that my my uh, coworkers collected and the million insects in their containers. So in jars and in bags fill up like like four small cardboard boxes. So like I'm trying to think about how many bugs it takes to fill up like two trucks. Yeah. Assuming like and assuming a lot more were left. That that's a huge number of bugs. Wow. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean luckily that was the 1930s and then the DDT just killed everything. So Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean even talking to my dad like you know when he was a kid and that wasn't the 1930s but like he you'd go on road trips and like your windshield would be like splattered with so many bugs and everything and that's not how it is now yeah yeah dark turn Uh. and the birds too like (laughs) there used to be these kinds of stories about birds like blocking out the entire yeah and like breaking down the branches of of forests and things Yeah. yeah it's kind of crazy like there was just like a lot more out there yeah i think in this case too they were saying it was kind of an unusual event like they think it had to do with the the winds and like the weather and it just sort of concentrated a whole bunch of bugs in one place so god i would hope that that would be an unusual event or i would just never leave my house but also never open any of the windows or doors (laughs) like i don't mind bugs but like that's too much like i think about the bugs i experienced in ontario and i'm like yeah that would be too much for me yeah not a fan of being like swarmed by them (laughs) anyway so that's stink bugs they can be a problem But not all stink bugs. Some stink bugs are fine. Some are really cute to watch on plants, so keep an eye out for them. It's also worth mentioning that, like, the stink bug smell is bad and can be irritating on your skin. But it's not, like, really dangerous or anything. 
So, of course, if you're, like, covered in two truckfuls worth of stink bugs, it's probably not <laughs> great for you. Like, everything in moderation. So, hot tips of the day. If you're covered with that <laughs> many stink bugs, you probably should just douse yourself in kerosene and set yourself on fire. Yeah, it's the only only solution. <laughs> so, hopefully, you don't end up in that situation. Cross yeah. our fingers. Wow. I've really learned a lot. A lot that I... I don't know if I wanted to know, but I know now. <laughs> uh, unnecessary facts. Yeah. With Olivia and Sophia. Oh, so good. Thank you so much, Olivia. Just beautiful. Oh, wow. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to check out our merch store at etsy.com slash shop slash beyond blathers. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at beyond blathers. And check out our TikTok at beyond underscore blathers. Tune in next week to learn more about the insects, fish, and fossils you can find in Animal Crossing New Horizons. Bye. Bye. Bye.